Episode 165, what do you want the scale to say? Three helpful ways to use the scale. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are you? Welcome to your 11th day. I am really excited, as I always am, when I get to come on here and share my thoughts with you. And basically, I feel like I have a conversation, <laughs> even though I know it's one-sided. Hopefully, you're having a conversation with me back <laughs> when you hear it. And, you know, I'll hear, I'll listen to podcasts or listen to books, and I'll be like, amen. Oh, yeah, that exactly. Like, I will be acting like I'm talking to them, even though obviously they can't hear me. But I hope that's what you're doing, too. <laughs> So it's like we're having a conversation. And at some point, hopefully we do have a conversation. If you just listen to this podcast, maybe there'll be a point in your life when you want to reach out to me and we have a one-on-one or you DM me on Instagram and we have a conversation and we get to meet each other because that is one of my most favorite things in life is connecting with others and finding people on this journey that I never would have ever ran into had I not started this journey. And I often think that is how many people I have met and how many people have come into my world that possibly what I've said has helped them. But on the flip side, who they are has been such an inspiration to me and has really helped me on my journey. And it's really helped me keep my passion alive, keep me driving forward, keep me searching after my evolution in, in, helps to help you in hopes and helps to help you as you evolve. So I feel like it's like a full circle that we work full circle. So hopefully we do have a conversation and even if it's one-sided and you are one-sided having a conversation back to me (laughs) someday, it'll be maybe a two-sided. Anyways, I I love when I get to record podcasts because again, since I've said from the beginning, it's always just been about this journey that I've been on and bringing you along on this kind of fast passing your life with some of the tips and things that I've learned, some of the tricks, and also just really not staying in my comfort zone. Really, every time, you know, when I started the podcast, it's getting out of my comfort zone. It's when I started the team getting out of the comfort zone, having people get out of their own comfort zone to come into the team to realize they are worth evolving. They are worth investing in themselves to have this better life. All of these ways have been getting out of your comfort zone because there's just so much more in the comfort zone, right? There's just so much more out there in the discomfort zone to finding that excellent rights to getting to the elevated place. And that's what I want to offer you. And that is what we do. I mean, on the team, I always tell you about that. If you if you're a regular, you know, I keep you involved what's happening in the team, what's happening inside here. And if you saw our five day challenge, which was a bonus podcast that came out earlier this week started. So you can get on Kevin Binks coaching and get on my profile and get the link. You'll get the whole workbook, which has all the recipes, all the stuff in there, right? All the recipes, shopping list, how to track it, how to process the whole thing. Cause it's, we work with our body and our mind together, right? It's not just a recipe and it's not just like a plan. It's really how to change a lifestyle. Can we change a lifestyle in five days? No. <laughs> so it's just a jump start. but it's free to everyone. It's so fun. It's really light. It's really simple, but it's a way to really kick off your summer and really 
have you been intentional? Be conscious of your food starting out in the beginning of the day. So check it out. And we're, since we're really also prepping as we do the five day challenge, I want you to get a taste of it. I want you to get your feet wet. But the bigger thing is if you want to come inside team elevate in July, we are doing a 30 day challenge. And that is why I've been talking a little bit more about the importance of breakfast, the importance of food. And because we are inside the team, I don't just focus on our food and our nutrition, but we focus on our movement and our mind. All those are our three pillars. But since I really want to dive in to our health, but most people come in way of weight at first with food. Health is usually the side thing. I want to someday flip it so that health is the main thing and the weight is the side, but that's not the case for most people. So we will be talking about weight, but I really do want to talk about this concept because um, I think it's real. I don't know if people really say it a lot, but what do you want the scales to say to you? And you get on it, right? What do you want it to say? And then I want to share with you some ways to use the scale. And I know sometimes the scale is triggering and we're going to talk about that, but let's just picture the scenario in our head. If anyone's gotten on the scale, which I would say if, if you're an adult or 18 or older listening to this, or even younger, to be honest, I don't know what age I start getting on the scale. I have no idea what age that was, but I know I had a lot of different thoughts when I got on the scale. So we're going to just use my own example, me getting on the scale. And I get on there and what I want the scale to say is the quote unquote right number. That's what I want. I wanted to say the number that I wanted to say. So I have this number in my head. I get on the scale and I want to say that number. <laughs> when it says that number, I'm just like, we're great. We're doing what we're supposed to. I'm feeling good about things. Like I just kind of roll on with my day. Here's the thing. And now we're going to go from other, like my clients. I've, I worked with people in the majority ever since I graduated from college and exercise science. I ran a wellness clinic. I've done a lot of one-on-ones with people and now inside the team, right? I've worked with a lot of people that when they get on the scale, they have lots of different thoughts. <laughs> so let's get on the scale and be like, we want the right number. And so if we are on a weight loss, if we're trying to get to more optimal weight and that has our, our weight going coming down the scale, then the right number for us is to every day see it get lower and lower, right? So that would be one way. I, I have a lot of people too, I don't necessarily work with them, but that want to gain weight. So you get on the scale and you wanna see the number go up, right? Then that's the right number for you. And if you're in a place where you're like, okay, how do I just maintain the weight? Like I've done, I've, I've changed my lifestyle. This is what I want. And how do I get on there and see the number consistently the same over and over again, right? Those are all the scenarios that we have. So we get on there and like I said, if it works good for us, then we're like encouraged. We wanna keep going. We're like, oh, this is working. And we say all these like, good thoughts. And then we start our day off in this good trajectory. That's the ideal world, right? I mean, it happens. It does happen to people, but the more scenario as happens as people get on the scale, they get on there, they don't see the right number. And then what happens, right? They don't see the right number. They're like, oh, this isn't worth it. I'm not, I'm not going to keep doing this. I've tried. It doesn't work. I try to be good. It doesn't work. I try to be restrictive. And they just go through the gamut, right? I knew this would never work. Why did I even try? And it goes from a number on the scale to our identity so fast. I mean, I don't even know if it's a millisecond. It's just that you see the number and then somehow you're not good enough, right? That's basically the bottom line. I can't do this, I'm not good enough. Or, or the flip case scenario is like you get on there and you're like, I have to try harder. I got to work out more. I got to work out like half a day. And then I got to not eat any food. And then what I has to be super clean and I got to be really good about it. And then we just like, we beat ourselves up, right? On the flip side, meaning like we just have to like drill sergeant ourselves into that. So there's probably other cases, but those are the ones we're going to go with, right? And neither of those are super helpful if we want to stay trying to get to the optimal weight. 
right? So either beating ourselves up or just saying we're not good enough. Neither of those feel like super good energy to start the day if we're really trying to be intentional and conscious about our food. So at that point, we would argue like, does the scale really help? We get on the scale, it triggers us, makes us feel bad, all the things. And so I'm not going to take away from you the fact that maybe scale a scale is triggering to you. Everyone has their different ways of looking at it. But I just want to offer you ideas how the scale could be helpful when you're trying to get to your optimal healthy weight, right? I'm not saying you have to do it. There's other ways to do it. But I just want you to see that it doesn't have to mean all the ways you're making it mean. You can, you can keep that for sure. But if you're just kind of sick of beating yourself up, if it if the scale doesn't say the right number every single time you get on there, I want to give you ideas to use it if you still want to use the scale. So the very first one is when I get on the scale. So it, I definitely had like a trigger, like it used to trigger me a lot. When I was younger, I was 20 pounds heavier. So I, I, like, I'm, I'm not worried to say my numbers on the scale because it doesn't really matter to me, but just in case anyone was like, I was 160 until I got married. And then I, I started coming down right and now. I, I roll 140, give or take, you know, a few pounds here or there when I race, I weigh, I race a little bit lower than that. But I mean, for the majority, that's where it lies. Right. So if I, I get, I'd like to get on there. I like to see it, say 138, 139, 140, right? Like, I'm mostly like, if it's like 140, it's great. But there was a time when I used to get on there and if I'd get on there and it'd be more, which it was more because I was 20 pounds heavier, I would make it mean so much. And I have multiple podcasts. There's one on there, like tears in the dressing room when I would cry, when I'd see myself in the mirror and all the things, right? So I, I definitely made it mean something. But through the years, I've realized that, especially as we coach our mind and our body and we try to connect with those together, that we have we have the evolution and evolvement to make it mean whatever we want. So when we get on there, I like to say it's data. So it's math, not a mystery. So we can get on the scale and we can see what the number says. I mean, it's literally a number. And then for some reason we have all the meaning behind it. So the number, and, and if, if you, if we were to coach you, right, if you're on the team and I'm coaching you, we would actually just put that as a circumstance, the number on the scale, but it's the meaning and the interpretation of that that we, that most of the time we end up beating ourselves up or we're super encouraged. We're like, oh, we're the best ever, right? Like I can tell you this way. And that it happens, but it's like this huge roller coaster all the time. So even just saying it's, if this is data for me and this is, which we'll talk about in another tip, but it's one way for me to measure if I'm progressing the way I want to, or if maybe there's things to look at. Right. And that now I'm, Luckily, because this is what I do for my work, right? I can get on the scale and the scale doesn't always say 140, give or take, like sometimes it goes a little higher or, you know, when I'm in my menstrual cycle, it's a little higher. Or if I probably haven't just eaten as clean or just not been as conscious during the day, there could be more salt, like holding on to it, right? And so I, I know these things, but when I get on the scale and it's a little higher, I'm just like, oh, interesting. And I can, I say interesting because then it gets me curious, right? I'm like, this is cute. This is very curious to me. Like this, this makes me be like, okay, this is um, perfect for me to help me get into more conscious today. And probably for the next little while, like to just reset and to kind of fine tune things. Cause maybe it's, I'm, I'm kind of slipping into some old behaviors or I'm not being very intentional or the effort and the the importance of that is slipping with everything else I have in my life. So that's what I make it mean now. But I'm telling you, like, that takes work to do because you see the number and you can use it as helpful, 
because even, so I, you know, I coach athletes, I coach people that are trying to start moving because it's, it's a part of our overall help. But I tell them all the time, like, if I see what your workout is, because they log in, we have a platform where we log in their workouts. I'm like, if I see what your workouts are, and then we see how you progress, then we have data or you do this 12 week program and we race. And then it went the way you wanted to, or didn't go. We can always go back and look at the data to see what helped and how we can prove it for the next one. Right. And if we have data, that is an, a scientific method. That's how you can make improvements. That's how you can track things. It's, and we use it as data, not as to beat ourselves up. Right. So that's the very first thing is the scale. As you start retraining your brain, like this is data. This is for me to see if the tide is going in the way I want to, or if it's not, but I don't, but that's where it stops. We don't have to make it mean um, something about us, right? It's just a number. And we're making it mean about the progress that we're making on our journey to getting to the optimal healthy weight. The next thing that I think is really helpful is that we get on the scale and the question is, what am I making this mean? So it's a perfect time to coach ourselves. It's a time to have all those thoughts come up, maybe positive, maybe negative, but to just become aware of those thoughts. Okay. So oftentimes we think this and my clients will think this and people that I just talked to, they think they're going to get to a point where they get on the scale. And if it's not the right number, they're going to be like, I don't even care. I just love myself. I'm never going to have bad thoughts. And I'm not going to be be aware of them. I'm just going to be like, yes, but here's the thing. Like I get on the scale and like, it, it goes, it goes a little higher. And I have to hear my thoughts be like, what are you doing wrong? You know? And I, I just don't dwell on them, but those thoughts will still come in. They, they, they have such little weight that sometimes it's hard for me to even remember the thoughts that come in, but they will still come in. Right. But it's time for me to coach myself. It's time for me to have all of that come up and then decide which ones I'm going to hold on to. And when we attach to something, the reason why we know that we're holding on to is because we'll we put feeling towards that and then it plays out in our actions. So if I were to be like, what did you do wrong? And I feel that heavy negative feeling, then a lot of times I won't want to go eat healthy or I'll want to go stuff my face to feel better momentarily, or I'll be so restrictive and like hard on myself. Right. And, and I, I know that's not necessarily what I want now. Right. So the way I, we can tell we attach to something is because we'll take action from it. Cause we'll, we, we attach to a thought, which brings a feeling in and a feeling is what generates the action. And so you can be like, you can stem back to be like, well, how did I, how did I act after I felt that way? And then you'll know, oh, I definitely attached to that thought, right? So it's just a great time to bring it all up for you. And then in the awareness, be like, okay, like, what do I want to take with me? accepting possibly the where you're at. Like maybe, maybe I really did like eat, eat past my eating window or my time restricted window, or maybe there was some things that weren't, I ate, maybe I overate on some things. Maybe there was times when I snacked when I didn't really need to like accept the possibility that you didn't do it perfect or set the possibility. Like I really did do the best I could yesterday and I'm accepting who I am. I'm accepting that like I'm human and then we can move forward on that, right? That we can actually still move into some um, aha moments when we're like, okay, like I still can do this and we can get to achievement in the day, right? But we're not going to get to it if we don't have awareness, acceptance, and then do the part where we have to retrain, we have to reset. And then we get into the aha moments or we get into the like the beauty of that we have today to change this and then get into some achievement for today, right? So it's a beautiful time to coach ourselves right there. And all the times that we can bring the things up in our life that will have us bring awareness and it's a coaching tool. I love it. 
because it's time for you to take that pause and retrain your brain and retrain it to have thoughts that are helpful for you. And that's work to do. That's sometimes even harder than changing your eating plan because the best part about that is when you change your thoughts about you and change what comes up for you, you will take, you'll have a feeling that feels inspiring, courageous, that will help you take the action, but it won't just help you take the action and get you to the weight that you want. It will actually help create a new lifestyle that won't eventually have to be so thought out. It will just become a part of you. It will become habitual because that, that thought will trigger the feeling, which will trigger the action. And you don't have to think about any of that. And it will be a lot less effortless, right? That's what we all want. And that's the beauty of a lifestyle change. That's what I want to help you do. And it is possible. I've definitely seen it in so many of my clients. I've seen it in my own life. And I know that that's possible, but it is a different approach than just beating yourself up and doing like losing weight for 30 days, right? It is approach that's a lasting approach. And so that number two is amazing. It is a tool for you to decide how you're going to train your brain, which is going to train your actions, right? And the last one is like using the scale as one way, not an end all be all. So if we use the scale as the only way to measure, if we're getting to our optimal weight, then it does feel very threatening if it doesn't work, right? We're like, this is the only way to tell. And so if it doesn't give us that magical number, then we're like, we have nothing else to go on. And so then we do feel like disempowered to the scale. It is literally just a little tiny, use these square box that says a number printout on it, right? And we feel so disempowered to that. I'm like, let's just help it be a number, a data point, not the end all be all. So, which we'll be talking a lot about inside our 30 day challenge. If you decide to come into the team for the 30 days and do this is we'll talk about ways to see not just the scale, like how do you feel? What is your energy level? Which is kind of subjective, right? To say that, but also like, what is your frequency of bowel movements? What is your bowel movement? Is it hard to have bowel movements, right? People don't talk about that, but that is part of the microbiome. I mean, they actually test your microbiome to find out, or your feces, like your, um, the fecal matter, your bowel movements, they'll test that to see what your microbiome, how it's set up. But even way before that, even just testing like how your body is functioning, how the fluids, I mean, how the food is coming through you. If it's coming through you, that's another way to see if you're getting to optimal weight. Because in a body that is, functioning the way it needs to and getting to the set point or the optimal weight, the, the food will come in. You're putting these food in that has nutrients, which is your, you know, your fruits, your vegetables, your grains, well, your whole grains and your fresh herbs and your seeds, all those things that are the naturalist form. So they can come and process through your body and not necessarily get stuck or blocked or start, um, that when it ha- that happens, we have inflammation and people call that bloating. And that is a way to hold the weight on, right? When all of that starts coming into sync and we are having bowel movements and there's a chart one to seven, look it up online, right? When it's at the four, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily look like a soft serve ice cream, but it, it comes and it flows. And it's, um, it's, it's not like a hard little nugget. Like you see sometimes the dogs like little, little poop nuggets, right? <laughs> it's more like a flow, right? That's what you want. And that's another way to test, right? It's not just the scale. You can test your bowel movements. You can test the way you feel like your mood, right? Is that when you have, when you aren't just seeing the scale, which sometimes the scale can just drop weight, but you can feel completely exhausted, completely hangry. You can have constipation, all the things, right? You can test it to see like, where, where is my, um, 
how do, how do I spike up and down? Is my energy flowing at a consistent rate? Because when you put food in that is not processed, that has the ability to come through your body a slower rate, it doesn't just spike your, um, your energy flow, it will come through a slower rate. And so your mood is set up on the energy that you have as well. And so it will go through slowly and your body will be able to sustain a more constant mood right? So those are all, those are three ways to test is it's your mood. It is testing your bowel, your bowel movements, the frequency and the way they look and like how hard they are to come out. Like if it's easy to have a flow out those, that's another way. And then your scale, right? So you have different ways. You can also take pictures of your body, which kind of goes back to two and three, <laughs> but how do, how do you talk to yourself? You look at a picture of yourself and as the journey progresses, how do you talk to yourself more and more? How do you connect with your body and self? How do you accept and love yourself? And how are you changing that self-talk, right? That's would be the second one. But another one third is starting to see as your body changes, as your skin changes, right? That as you start putting in food that is healthy for you, your weight will start coming down, but you'll also see your skin change, right? You'll that's another measurement. So you have different ways to measure. You can, you can measure your, you know, you can actually get a tape measure and measure. You can put your favorite jeans on. There's other ways, but I say to find the tools, not just one, because then we feel so disempowered. If there's only way, but find multiple tools that will help you that will help you get to this optimal weight so that we're checking different elements and we're using all these different data points. But we do want to have some data points to measure off or to, to continue to keep us going, right? To encourage us to keep moving forward, to keep evolving. So I see these are really good tips and tricks. And it's it's all about when we get aware, when we get on the scale, like probably that number two is just the coaching tool of like, what am I making this mean, right? That question of what do I make this mean? And you actually get to decide. If you come into consciousness, you get to decide. If you stay in unconsciousness, most of the time, it's if you do not have the right quote unquote number, which is very hard to get the exact right number, you're probably going to be telling something that's not helpful, right? So as soon as you're like, what am I making this mean? You pop into consciousness that you get to decide how you want to make that mean. You can even go with a story that doesn't, that's not as good. Like you got to work harder. You got to, you got to work out all day. You got to do this and this and this and this and this, and you got to eat all the right food. You can use that. But when you come into awareness and you say like, does that help me? Does that make me feel encouraged, inspired, um, like motivated to move forward, willing to take the next best step for me? And if it doesn't, at that point, you want to find something that does feel like you can take the next the best, next best step. What helps you have courage to take this? What helps you knowing it is worth it, right? All those things will be helpful. And just using all the different tools will be a way that you don't just have to be locked into one. And then, and when the scale is triggering, you'd be like, what's, how do I be curious about this? How do I be curious to know there's other ways? And how do I have compassion with myself on this journey that when I connect with my body and my mind, I'm actually going to get to the weight I want. If I stick with it, eventually I'll get to that, but I will only have that. I will have a lifestyle change of becoming healthier. And that's really what I want to offer people. It's not, I mean, people do most of the time come, they want to like, you know, run, run a race. And then back of their mind, there's like, I want to lose weight. Right. I want to hopefully be healthier when they they say, I want to be healthier, but what a lot of times they really want to do is lose weight. Right. And they'll be like, I want to get, I want to get healthier. And what they really are saying at the beginning is like, I want to lose weight and I want you to lose weight, but I want you to see that when you use it this way, you change a lifestyle and you use the scale and you even use your weight as a way to measure it, but you gain your health. And it's you, you know, it's the iceberg we see, it's the outside, you know, we see our body we see this, we see the scale, give us a number. We look in the mirror and we see our body, but it's that wealth of health that's actually underneath. 
It's that root underneath that will change. And when that changes, you do see the iceberg. You do see your weight change that you see your outside change. You get that. But the underneath the roots is the beautiful gift of the wealth of health. That's what I really offer that that's the possible. That's the thing that will change and change you forever. It will change you and you don't ever have to go back, right? It's no more yo-yo because you have now rooted in the wealth of health. And then you get the bonus, which people see is the iceberg, the weight loss, right? It's the optimal weight, whatever, however that looks to you or the weight gain. And that's what you want. So I offer all these things to you. Try one of them. If you're just like, I can't get behind all three, try one of them and see, see how that works for you. See how the skill can be a tool for you getting to your optimal health. And it will be a way of probably getting out of your comfort zone because if you've never looked at this way, it's, it's going to take you retraining your brain. And that is uncomfortable because our, our body will just naturally go to negative thoughts as a lower frequency. That's where the comfort zone is. It keeps us safe. And so it protects us, right? It's like, you got to stay small. You can't do these things. That's the comfort zone. And I want to tell you, like I started in the beginning, there's so much more than the comfort zone. There's so much more out there and it's waiting for us. That's how we elevate. That's how we evolve. That's how we get to excellence. And I'm here to offer you that. That's what we do. That's what I want for you for, you for the five-day challenge. Like you get to try that. You get your feet wet. It's just a jump start. That's what we do in the 30-day. That's all the re, you know retreats we have coming up. It's all to help us see that there's so much more out there that's offered to all of us. And that's what I bring to you. As, what I, as I begin to realize more and more in my life, the things that are offered to me, I'm just like, wow, there's so much out there. And that's, expi- that's exciting and scary and everything in between, but I'm in for it all. So I hope you are too. All right, I'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise, and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.